0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. A lot to get to on today's podcast. The freaking Kansas City Chiefs have done it again. We look ahead to the 2025 Super Bowl, plus all things in between. The NFL season is over. It's depressing, but I got plenty of ways to cheer you up. All coming up next, right here in the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers network. 25-22. That is the final. I nearly predicted the game perfectly. The game goes under. It was 47 and a half on Bet Rivers. The game finishes at 47 cuz you don't kick the extra point in that situation in overtime. 25-22. That's the final. I had said I had the Chiefs winning 24-21. I almost nailed it perfectly. Uh I thought the Chiefs would score a touchdown late. It's exactly what happened. I didn't think it would I didn't predict it to go to overtime, but there it did. It almost went to a second overtime. Nobody knew the rules. Everybody was completely confused what was going on there. There was a hot debate about whether the Chief the the uh, 49ers did the right thing taking the ball first in overtime. So, just a crazy game and it, it really got off to a bad start. I mean, the game was sloppy and ugly early. Neither team scored in the first quarter. Those uh, who who do Super Bowl squares uh, that had 0-0 were sweating it out at the end because it looked like the 49ers might score a touchdown right before the end of the first quarter, but it didn't happen. They ended up kicking a – what for a moment was a NFL record Super Bowl field goal kick of 55 yards by a questionable Jake Moody, and his questionableness would shine later. Uh, but it was at the time a 55-yard, again, a record for um, the Super Bowl and put them up 3-0 right at early in the second quarter. Uh, the Chiefs then fumbled, but then you had, there were so many turnovers for a Super Bowl game. The Chiefs looked completely out of whack in the first half. They lost their composure. Uh, Travis Kelsey losing his mind, running into Andy Reid, screaming at Andy Reid. That was just crazy. I, I was very disappointed. I understand it's the emotions of the Super Bowl. I get it to some degree, but Travis Kelsey was way out of line. I'm sure Andy Reid doesn't care at this point. I, I thought it was embarrassing, and I love, love Travis Kelsey. He's a Cleveland guy. We love him. He's great, but this is a bad job out of him. I'm assuming he apologized because he looked like a fool on the sideline, but I understand the frustration because the team was playing like crap. And they turned the ball over a few times. Uh, the Chiefs finally, oh, excuse me, the Niners finally got a touchdown when Jawan Jennings, of all people, <laughs> threw the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Kudos to CBS, uh, although their broadcast team is is just, uh, wow. Jim Nance still good, but not, not a peak Jim Nance. But uh, Tony Romo is, is awful. I, I can't believe people argue. I put a poll up on Twitter last night. Could Tony Romo be any worse? And only 55% said no. Uh, it, I, I find Tony Romo so annoying. He he never knows what's going on. He had no clue about the rules. The 49ers players, after the game, admitted they didn't know the rules. Here's how it works. Well, you know what? We'll get to that in a minute. The Niners scored, did score that touchdown, that crazy play. What I was crediting CBS for is, first of all, the game was in, is in 4K. If you have a 4K TV, You know, if you've never seen 4K before, it matters. I mean, high def is great. We're used to it now. 4K is even better. It's amazing. And usually only Fox has 4K during the regular season and for some baseball and stuff. But CBS had the 4K cameras for this game. I I don't know why they don't do it more now. They didn't do it during the regular season at all, as far as I can remember. But the game was in 4K. It was great. And some of those cameras that were running along the sidelines, getting you different angles that you're not used to for some of these plays, including that touchdown throw from Jennings to McCaffrey was pretty cool. Uh, The the Chiefs did get a field goal before the end of the half. They're stymied from getting into the end zone. It's 10-3, and and at half, I was like, wow, the, the Chiefs have been awful, but they're only down a touchdown. And you know that they're getting the ball to start the second half, so there's no way anybody who counted out the Chiefs at the end of the first half with that quarterback you were lost, and then it got worse for the Chiefs because obviously Mahomes, who hadn't thrown an interception in forever, throws a pick with the third play I think of the second half. Neither team did much with it. Eventually, eventually, the Chiefs did get a field goal uh, from a punting fest, but it was still ten to six. Um, at the at, let's see, at when the um, the Chiefs punted and and with 2 with uh, with 249 to go in the third quarter this game was still 10-6 it was boring it was a turnover fest everybody was complaining and then just like that it changed it changed what happened the play again the game the turning point of the game the chiefs punt they had not they had barely moved the ball the whole game and the the ball the punt goes off the the foot of I can't even remember the guy's name. One of their special teams guys goes off his foot. Um the Niners return man tries to jump on it. I think it was Ray Ray McLeod and it bounces off him. It ends up picked up by Watson and then and on the first play after the turnover, Patrick Mahomes hit hits Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling for a touchdown. And now, now the Niners would regain the lead. So it's hard to say that that was the turning point of the game necessarily. But the Chiefs were a different team after that. They scored every other time. From that point on, they scored every time they had the ball. Wasn't always a touchdown, but they scored every time they had the ball after having six points for almost three full quarters and not really being able to get the offense going. They get the touchdown there, but then the Niners, who hadn't done much outside of that one touchdown drive, they have a big drive to the end of the third quarter, the start of the fourth quarter, and it ends with a touchdown pass. Again, Jawan Jennings was having a big game. It could have been the MVP. If the Niners had won the game, Brock Purdy hits some 10 yard touchdown that puts the Niners back up in the game, 16 to 13. But Jake Moody, who had been shaky throughout the year at times, mostly on extra on kick on field goals, but he'd been great on extra points this time. Extra point gets blocked. And uh, so instead of being up four, Niners are up three chiefs move down the field. 12 plays, 69 yards. They end up with a they had it first and goal at the nine or four. They can't get it in the end zone. Butker, it's a field goal, though, to tie the game. Then the Niners come back. They hit a field goal. Then the Chiefs come back with a minute fifty to go. Way too much time, of course. Again, they get into the red zone. The Chiefs do. Again, they're stymied. I I thought, now remember, the Chiefs had 10 seconds left. They had first and ten at the at the nine or eleven. They had one timeout, 10 seconds left. Mahomes throws incomplete to Kelsey. Rasheed Rice was frustrated because he was open in the middle of the field. So it was, it, there was six seconds left on the clock. They decide to kick a field goal. I, being the crazy go for it guy, would have probably taken a chance and throwing one more play. I think six seconds is enough with a timeout. But Andy Reid, you know, he's the best coach in the NFL for a reason, right? He kicks the field goal. They tie the game. We go to overtime. Now, in overtime. Remember the overtime rules in the regular season changed not that long ago, and for the playoffs, they're different than the regular season. So, and we hadn't seen overtime in the playoffs in a while since this new rule. In the regular season, it used to be obviously sudden death, and then whenever it was, I don't even remember when they changed the rule, but whenever they changed the rule, overtime in the regular season became ten minutes the clock ends, game over. Obviously, you can't have that in the Super Bowl or the playoffs, period. So, it's back to 15 minutes. But in the regular season, if you score a touchdown on your initial drive, the game's over. There's no matching. If you kick a field goal or you don't score, obviously, the other team gets a chance. So, in the regular season, the other team gets the chance to match a field goal, not a touchdown. But in the playoffs, you get the chance to match a touchdown. So, if the Niners ended up scoring a field goal to start the overtime, if the Niners had scored a touchdown and it had that been a regular season game, they would have won. But because it's the Super Bowl, the playoffs anyway, uh, that w- the Chiefs would have still had a chance to match. Didn't matter. The Chiefs got a, f- uh, Niners got a field goal. Chiefs get the touchdown. So the game's over. Now, the, some of the Niners players admitted they didn't know the rule. As the clock was running down at the end of the first quarter, some people were, were flipping out because why is Patrick Mahomes, the clock's going to run out, the game's going to be over. That wasn't the case. They treat it as if it's the start of a game. So that you know, first overtime, if it had ended and there was three seconds left when the Chiefs got the game-winning touchdown, they would have continued from that spot at the start of the second overtime because it's like the second quarter of, of a game. That's what they do. Or that's what they would have done. It's never actually been done before this way with this rule. So there was a lot of controversy after the game. Did the, did the chief did the, I keep saying the chiefs, did the Niners do the wrong thing? And to me, it was a no brainer to take the ball first. I had a lot of people pushing back on me. Now, the more I thought about it, it, it is. And I saw somebody, I can't remember who it was. They ran a bunch of simulations and it was a slight edge to get the ball first, but it wasn't the no brainer that I thought it was. But what I think the people that thought it, there was a lot of people that thought the the Chiefs, the the Niners should have given the ball to the Chiefs first because then you know what you need is the second team, which is the exact scenario that the Chiefs were in. However, if the Chiefs had settled for a field goal and the game had been tied, well, now the Niners get the ball and it's sudden death. That's why I would ultimately take it first. But I get it, you're saying, well, but it, it may not go to overtime because if I'm picking second, I can, even if the other team scores a touchdown, I can go for two and win it there. I know exactly what I need. In the end, it's it's probably a 50-50 proposition. It certainly was not clear. A lot of people were saying it was clearly the wrong call by the Niners. I, I don't agree with that. I would have taken the ball first in that scenario. I do understand that having the second – uh possession gives you an advantage slightly in terms of what you need to know, but I think the potential third possession is way too big an advantage for the team that gets the ball first that I I wouldn't I would not have given that up, but uh, listen, it could go either way. In the end, the Chiefs find a, find a way again. At 28 years old, Patrick Mahomes has won three Super Bowls. He in my opinion is the greatest quarterback I've ever it's not it, it, he is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. I don't know if he's going to catch Tom Brady and win seven rings. I wouldn't count him out. He's got a long way to go. Tom Brady won those la- won his last one in his 40s. Might have won two in his 40s. I can't remember now. Patrick Mahomes has got 10, 11 seasons before he turns 40. Now, who knows? He could have an injury. He could fall off a cliff. Not everybody plays great into their mid-40s. Tom Brady was a freak, and he was great. And if Patrick Mahomes retired today, you, you would certainly fairly argue that Tom Brady's had a better career because he played a lot longer, and he played at a high level a lot longer. But I've never seen a player this good, this consistent, this early. He matches Brady with the three Super Bowls. He's been to four. He's been to an AFC championship game all six years. Six for six at getting to the AFC Championship game, three for four in the Super Bowl. He's lost three playoff games ever. It's remarkable. And listen, the defense deserves a ton of credit. Steve Spagnuolo, the 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 DC for the Chiefs, is is magnificent. Um, Absolutely great. He's done a fantastic job as their DC, and their defense played well in the first half, and really for for. For much of the game, the Niners' offense was not or the Chiefs' offense was non existent, and the Chiefs' defense kept him in it. And and the Chiefs' defense played great all year long and played excellent football yesterday. But Patrick Mahomes is the straw that stirs the drink. Travis Kelsey, obviously a big part of it. He ended up having a good game after a really slow start, much like a lot of the guys. Uh, Mahomes finishes 34 46, 333, two touchdowns, one pick. Brock Purdy played well. Anybody slandering Brock Purdy today is a fool. Guy's a very good quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He is definitely a top 10 quarterback. I know a lot of people argue top five. I'm not putting him there, but he's a top 10 quarterback and he's really good. And if you crap it on him, you're an idiot. Purdy 23 of 38, two, uh, 255, a touchdown, no picks. Obviously, Jawan Jen- Jennings threw the other pick. On the ground, Christian McCaffrey, 22 for 80. Mahomes led the Chiefs in rushing 9 for 66. That was He had some big runs in the second half in overtime. Pacheco, 18 for 59. Uh, through the air, Christian McCaffrey uh, led the team. He had 80 yards rushing and 80 yards receiving. Did have a big fumble. He did have a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, 9 to 93. McCole Hardman, 3 for 57 in the big touchdown, of course. In overtime to win it. Um it was it was it ended up being a fantastic game. It really did. Um after a terribly slow start. I don't I, I, I think today it's easy to crap on Shanahan. It's easy to crap on Purdy. I think you're foolish if you do either. I think Shanahan uh is is a fantastic coach. I think Brock Purdy is an excellent quarterback. They got beat by a better coach and a better quarterback. But they were right there, and this was a great game. It turned out to be a great game. It was a lot of fun. And what do the Browns and all the other teams in the AFC have to do to get over the Chiefs, man? I mean, this, this year took it to another level of disheartening because this was the year where the Chiefs weren't that good. All season long, we're like, yeah, I don't know. The Chiefs just not that good, not that good, not that good. Well, they won another Super Bowl. In the other years they won, everybody thought they were the best. This year, nobody nobody outside of Kansas City thought they were the best, and they were still the best. Man, it's tough. It's hard to pick. Going into next season, it's hard to pick anybody in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl besides the Chiefs. It really is. Doesn't mean they're going to get there. They haven't gotten there every year. But this year particularly was disheartening. We have the odds, the latest odds. Here we go. At Bet Rivers. Uh, for the AFC champion, the, the... Believe it or not, the Niners are actually a bigger favorite to go to the Super Bowl than the Chiefs. The Niners are plus 500. The Chiefs are the second choice or, or are plus 700. But specifically... In the AFC, the Chiefs are plus 350, the Bills and the Bengals are plus 500, the Ravens plus 550, the Texans' Dolphins plus 1,100, the Jaguars are plus 1,400 to win the AFC, Jets plus 1,500, Chargers plus 1,600, and then finally the Browns, they are the 10th choice to win the AFC at plus 1,800. Wow, we'll talk more about that. But in the NFC, Niners plus 225, Lions plus 450, Cowboys and Eagles plus 700, Packers plus 800, Rams plus a thousand. Those are your top six choices there. MVP next year. Patrick Mahomes is the favorite plus seven hundred. Josh Allen plus eight hundred. Joe Burrow also plus eight hundred. Lamar Jackson plus twelve hundred. CJ Stroud plus thirteen hundred. Justin Herbert plus fourteen hundred. Brock Purdy and Jordan Love plus sixteen hundred. Jalen Hurts plus seventeen hundred. And Dak plus two thousand. The high it's a listen, it's a quarterback award, the top, the highest The highest non-quarterback is Christian McCaffrey, who's one of about six or seven guys at plus 5,000. But it tells you how loaded the AFC is, and my man G. Bush has been saying you got to overdo it. Operation Stockpile, he's 100% right. If you are going to beat the Chiefs, you have to have an unlimited amount of talent. They were not the best team for much of this year. Patrick Mahomes, people were killing him. They had no proven wide receivers. They got an old tight end who wasn't off to a great start, and they all came through. Kudos to the Chiefs. They deserve it, man, and they're going to be tough to beat again next year. As long as they have Mahomes and Reed, Mahomes one, Reed two, Ke- well, Kelsey two, Reed three, they're going to be de- – the, the, the interesting thing will be when Kelsey finally retires. Now, Uh, Kelsey and Reed both said last night they're coming back. I mean, in terms of his play, there's no reason for Travis Kelsey to retire. Obviously, there were some rumblings, rumors that maybe Kelsey, because his brother is retiring, that maybe the two of them are retired together. Doesn't seem to be the case. So, there you go. Anyway, uh, one other thing I wanted to hit on was the NBA Cavs back in action tonight. Uh, they are a 10-point uh, favorite over the Sixers in Philadelphia. They've won 16 of 17. They're playing great basketball. The All-Star break is coming up, and, uh, man, the Cavs have been a lot of fun to watch, and we got two months. Playoff start in two months. It's going to be fascinating to see what seed the Cavs end up because they feel like a legitimate contender right now. Uh, at the moment, the Cavs, to win the NBA title, are the uh, tied for the seventh choice. Celtics plus 250, Nuggets plus 400, Bucks plus 550, Clippers plus 600, Suns plus 1400, the Knicks plus 1600, and then the Cavs, the T Wolves, and the Thunder are plus 2,000. Cavs, the fourth choice to win the East behind Boston, Milwaukee, who are the two bigger favorites, the Knicks at plus 700, and then the Cavs at plus 900. Um, that's pretty cool. We'll see if they can do it. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, Football is over, but we'll be getting into a ton of baseball, a ton of basketball, and remember, uh, the free agency starts in like four weeks and change. So we'll be diving into free agency. We'll be diving into the draft. Tons to get to in this off season. Thanks to for you all of you for watching. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. We'll talk to you next time. Where else? But right here in the bullpen with Adam, the bull brought to you by BetRivers. rivers. See ya. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam, the bull on the bet rivers network.